and amen. I know there's some things I feel like God just did it, amen. But I'm telling you, He works with us. But He's prepared. God is, the Jehovah Jireh means He's the God who will see to it. He already knows about it, and He'll see to it. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to Him who is what? Shout it back. Amen. Him who is able to carry out His purpose and do super abundantly more, more? than all we ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams according to His power that is at work what? Within us. Within us. He's able to do it according to His power that's at work in us. Yes. Come on, He's more than enough yes. and the more than enough power is at work inside me. Yes. Hallelujah. He's more than enough and because He's in me, He's with me, I'm wearing the righteousness of Christ that's who I am yes. because of all that. That more than enough power is on the inside me. Come on, I can do yes. all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so number two, God can do anything, but he will not do it without our involvement in faith. Hallelujah. What God and a man can do is just about anything. Nothing's impossible. He said nothing is impossible if we can just believe. Message translation says this. God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around. He doesn't force his will on us, but he invites us to get involved through faith. It says, but he doesn't, not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. Second Corinthians 9, 8, there it is again. God is able. He's more than enough, and he's able. Say that God is able, God is able. to make all grace. All grace. all grace. He's able to make all grace, every favor, yes. and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and, and under all, all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. So God is able. He's able to make this all grace abound toward me. That every favor and every earthly blessing can come to me in abundance. There's no need I can have that he can't supply over and above. We need to stop believing for just enough. We need to stop believing. God, if you'll just do this, I want to ask you enough. We ought to ask like he's able. We ought to ask God and act like he's infinite. We ought to ask like there's no end to the back of his warehouse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First John 5, 4 says, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. What is it? Our faith. Even our faith. Our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Yes. He's already overcome the world. Yes. But the victory that keeps overcoming the world is our faith. Yes. It's yes. our faith. He's already overcoming. He's already done it all at the cross. But the victory that keeps overcoming in this world yes. is our faith. Preach, preach. Now there was a father with a demon possessed boy. And you got to think about this. What this father had gone through. There was no doctor. There was no hospital. There was no psychiatric ward. There was nothing he could do for his son. This boy was so grievously vexed with the demon. That he couldn't speak. He, this demon prevented him from speaking, Pastor Robert. He, it was a mute spirit. Come on, Pastor. And not only that, this demon was so horrible.
vulnerable that had taken hold of How did he get a hold of it? I'm sure the father asked himself, what did I do? What did he do? How did this happen? Yes, come that on, God. Boy, Make it real. That precious baby boy yeah. is so messed up that he can't talk. He was talking just fine. All and right. now he can't talk. And this demon throws him in the fire, tries to kill him. Throws him in the water, tries to drown him. You know this dad could never get any sleep. Because he's constantly listening for a movement. Constantly listening, making sure there's not something going on. That this, this demon from hell is not constantly trying to kill my child. Come on, Pastor. Never had a moment's rest. But he heard. Huh. He heard that Jesus was able. Amen. He heard that Jesus was healing people. That people were getting delivered. Yeah. So he got this boy together. Yeah, he might fall down and froth and Come on. wiggle and, run and, do, and do things. And run, but I got to get him to Jesus. Yes. Yes. And he got him up and he, and he drug him. Wherever, however he had to drug him. No matter what, what he had to do, he got him there. He got him to the disciples. He said, I heard that y'all are healing from him. Here's my boy. Can somebody please heal my boy? And the disciples said, oh, we can't do nothing with that. Make it real. We can't do nothing with that. I'm sorry. Jesus saw, he saw people crowded up around in the situation. And he, he got there and he said, what's going on? Because the scribes were fussing about why y'all can't heal him. Why, you know, what's going on? The scribes were saying, y'all, you can't heal you. Mm-hmm. Jesus got in the middle of it and said, what's going on? And the father spoke up and he said, my boy, my child, he's constantly being thrown in the fire. He's vexed with this demon. He, he, or, he, or he tries to drown him. And Jesus said, how long has been like this? He said, since he was a little boy. He said, bring him here to me. Bring him here to me. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, Pastor. Come on. Bring him here to me. Mm-hmm. But look what Jesus said. Yeah. The man said, have mercy on us and help us if you can. Mm-hmm. I like Jesus' response. He said, what do you mean if I can? What do you mean if I can, Jesus asked? Anything is possible if a person believes. Yes. Anything is possible. He said, I can just work on your faith. I got this little plaque. It came from the Flores family. It said, faith is not believing God can. It's knowing that he will. Knowing that he will. It's not believing that God can do it. And I know that he will do it. And so Jesus told the, the deaf, he said, he spoke to this you deaf spirit, and he called it by name. He said, come out of him and enter him no more. I love how Jesus declared to the enemy, and this is how he's told us, because the same power that Jesus had, he's given it to us, that dunamis wonder-working power, the authority in his name. Yes. We have the right to say, you, you demon of lack, you get off my finances, yeah. and I command you to enter me no more. Enter this, my, my, my finances no more. Amen. Amen. A demon of sickness, whatever it is, spirit of you have the right to say, get off and don't you ever come back. Amen. 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 So so the boy was delivered. He said he fell down and, and he flopped around until he looked like he was dead. Everybody said, he, he's dead. But Jesus reached out and lifted him up. All right. And the boy was healed. Amen. Amen, because Jesus is more than enough. He's exactly what the man had heard he was. He was able to heal him. Hebrews 11 one says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Number three, Jesus finished the work of redemption at the cross. He finished the work of redemption at the cross. So redemption, what does redemption mean? Because we you look at these big old words and sing the song, I am redeemed, I am redeemed, I am redeemed, I am redeemed. And we only 
Amen. What does being redeemed mean? It's the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. You had a debt. Jesus paid it. There was a curse that was issued in the Garden of, the, in the garden of Eden. Jesus paid it. Yes. He paid off the debt that was against us. He paid it off. He cleared the debt. He bought us back. Redeemed us. And his last three words on this cross, or possibly the, three, the greatest three words that have ever been spoken. He said, John 19.30, and I love it because John was right there. John was right there at the cross and he heard what he said. He said, it is finished. Uh-huh. At bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Matthew 27, 50. Now Matthew wasn't there. It says they all forsook him and fled. But John was there at the foot of the cross. He heard what he said. Matthew said, and Jesus cried out again with a loud voice. I can't make out what it was he said, but I know it was loud. Because uh-huh. where was Matthew? He was watching from afar off somewhere. He cried out with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. With a loud voice. He said it loud for his father to hear. Yeah. He said it loud so he could, Father, it's finished. <laughs> Everything you sent me here to do, it's all been done. This is right after they put the, 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 the vinegar, they gave him the yeah. vinegar to drink. Yes. That was the last scripture to be fulfilled. Yes. As he hung there, he said, no man takes my life. Uh-huh. But I have power to lay it down. I have power to take Come it up again. He said, Father, everything you asked me to do, it's all done. Tell the last time. It is finished. The debt is paid in full. And then he shouted loud because he wanted the devil and all of hell to know. He wanted, and he shouted loud for every evil force to hear your next blank. Every evil force to say, hey, devil. Ha! It's finished. You're finished. Your power. Here's the end of it. He said it loud enough Come on so every demon in hell would know it's finished. Yeah. You're defeated. Yeah. And he said, it, he said it loud enough for you and me to hear. Glory, He said it loud enough. He shouted it. He wanted you and me to know without a doubt that we have been redeemed. That it is finished. Telesta, the dead is paid in full. Yeah. Completion. It means uttermost. It was finished. The work of putting man back in right relationship with God. Restoring everything that was broken by the curse in the Garden of Eden. It had all been put back. Available to us. 1 Peter 1, 18-19. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things. Underline redeemed. Like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. In other words, the old covenant was in the blood of, of all kinds of goats and, and bulls and all those things that they um, bought redemption with their blood. But now that had to be done year by year, day by day. But this blood was shed once for everybody. This blood was powerful blood. This blood was not just blood of another spotless man. This blood was uh-huh. precious blood, blood given for the uh-huh. sins of man. Yeah. This was blood that was shed one time that has power enough to cleanse us from every sin we ever did, every sin we might have done this morning, the ones you ain't even done yet, every sin you, you might you might even do, every sin has been wiped out, washed away by this blood, because His blood is powerful blood. How many of you know there's power in the blood of Jesus? It reaches to the highest mountain and it flows into the lowest valley. Hallelujah! The blood 
Glory to God. I'm excited when you talk about the blood. Matthew 26, 28. He said, for this is my blood of the new covenant. What is the covenant? What's the what's a covenant? Does anybody know what a covenant is? A covenant is a promise that can't be taken back. It was made by God. Written with the finger of God. Signed in the blood of God. That's what a covenant is. It's a, it's a promise that he won't take back. It's a contract. You have a contract with God. God has given you a contract that he signed in the blood of Jesus. He can never take it back. Yes. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. He will never take it back. Never. Number four. God's covenant with me gives me Jesus' victory. On that cross, Jesus got victory. He defeated the sin that was against us all the way to the cross. He defeated sickness. He took those stripes on his back. Yes. 39 stripes. Every sickness yes. we can have falls under one of 39 categories. Yes, he took those stripes on his back. Why? Just because he felt like it? Do you think anything that Jesus did on the way to that cross Come was on, an back, accident God. or a coincidence? No. Heck no. That was, that was Jesus doing it for you and for me. Yes. He sweat great drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yes. Why? He took our stresses. He yes. took our anxiety. Yes. He shed his blood yes. so that we yes. can have peace. Glory yes. to God. Yes. Glory yes. to God. Yes. Yes. Glory to God. Listen to me this morning. I have told you all this so that trusting 
me. You're trusting God in your situation right now. Yes. Hope does not disappoint. Look what he says. I've told you all this so that it, so that trusting me, you'll be unshakable. unshakable. Don't step out of faith. Come on. Don't step out of faith. Come on, Pastor. It said, it said that you'll be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. But take heart. Yeah. I've conquered the world. Yeah. Everybody says, I'm deprived in a power to harm yeah. you and have conquered it yeah. for you. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. That means we already have the victory in Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a real good place to shout. Woo. That means we already have the victory in Jesus. Yeah. Ephesians 1.22 says, He put all things yeah. under His feet. Any situation you're going through, it's under your feet. Yes. It is under your feet. On, it is under Jesus' feet. So if it's yes. under Jesus' feet, you're yes. under your feet. I mean, that means yes. it's under my feet. Yes. Jesus is not up here somewhere. And I'm down here just trying to eat out a lot. I'm seated with Christ yes. in the heavenly places. Yes, he did. It says, having disarmed the powers and authorities. 
He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Ah, the devil, you could just hear him sneering, laughing, thinking they won. No, but in the cross, he won the victory. In humbling himself and laying, laying, his, laying himself down, he bought for us everything that we needed. Devil thought he'd won. And in it, can you just see his face? And he's like, <laughs> when he realized he was defeated, yes. the very thing that he thought he was going to win in. Yes. Woo, hallelujah. He was won free. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, what, might bless us. Has. What does it say? Has. Would you line that on your note sheet, please? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing yes. in the heavenly places. Yes. So we're already blessed in the heavenly places where we're seated with Christ. The Bible says we're seated together with Christ right. in the right. heavenly right. places. Yes. Right. And so he's already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in right. the heavenly places. So I'm already blessed. Yes. I wore from a position of being blessed. Yes. I wore from the, my throne with Jesus. Amen. Yes. Seated with him. Glory to God. All right. Number two. Let's look at the more than enough fight. If it's a fight, then let's look at it. Number one. The fight is to stay in faith yes. and believe yes. it is finished. Yes. The fight is to stay in faith. The victory's already been won. If we could really just get this. The victory has already been won. Your victory for your finances has already been won. Your victory for your healing has already been won. It's already been won. You've got to get that through, through into your spirit. It's already been won. The fight is to stay in faith. The fight is to believe it. Jesus said, if you just believe, all things are possible. So the fight is to believe his word over what I see. Yes. It, the fight is to continue to speak it, yeah. no yes. matter what I see. Yes. That's to believe it, to yes. listen to it. First yeah. yes. yes. Timothy 6.12 says, fight the what? Good, Good fight. 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 Yeah. I got a call from my friend Gerald Dixby. On uh, just yesterday, the day before yesterday. I think it might have been yesterday. It might have been the day before yesterday. I don't remember. Anyway, she yeah. called me, and she was so distraught. She couldn't even talk. I'm like, and normally she's the first one. She says, every time she calls, she says, Sally. I'm like, Gerald. <laughs> we, we've known each other for 38 years. We've been friends. Since I worked at Olin Mills Portrait Studio when I was 18 years old, we've been friends ever since then. So she uh, she called me, and she couldn't even, she didn't say Sally like she normally does. She didn't say anything. And I could tell something's wrong. I had her on speaker. Murray's on He heard her. She's like, <gasps> she was beside herself upset. Yes. Yeah, she said, just talk. Just call my name before the Lord right now. I just need you to pray for me right now. I said, well, tell me what's going on. What's going on? She said, I went to the doctor last week. And I just get my year, my normal yearly mammogram. And she said, they called me back, Sally. And they said, I got to come back for some more tests. They saw a spot on my, on my test. I said, so? Come on. Come on, Pastor. I said, hold on just a minute. You're already healed. Yes. yes. You're already in the victory of Christ. You yes. let this thing get up in your mind. That might not even you could have been a shadow. Come on. It could be a mole that you have. Mm-hmm. That that shows up as a spot. It could be anything. It could be just a glitch in the system. It could yes. be anything. It could be nothing. And you got yourself all worked up, all in fear, speaking death and cancer and all kind of horrible stuff over you, letting the devil talk you into sick. 
sickness. Come on now. I said, come on now. And, and something just came all over me. I said, girl, you are already healed. You're not talking. And the more I talked, the stronger she said, you're right, Sally. Mm -hmm. You are right. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and I began to minister to her. And I'm about to, what I'm about to minister to you. Before the, before the conversation was over, she said, Sally, I feel better already. Uh -huh. Amen. She was back to her old self again. Praise God. Yeah. But look at 1 Peter 2, 24. This is what I love about God. By whose stripes you were healed. Yes. It's already done. Amen. By whose stripes you were healed. So whose report are you going to believe? That's the fight. Yes. That's the fight. Because on an ongoing basis, every every five seconds, the enemy is going to be telling you how you're going to put your hair down. All right, Pastor. You know, I'm going to be so sick. I know people throw up when they take chemotherapy. All right. You, I mean, and he starts introducing these thoughts to your mind right. yeah. over right. and over and over so that you'll take hold of it and begin to put your faith on that rather than by a strike from him. Yes. Get out of here. Now, I don't receive sickness Amen. in Jesus' name. I don't receive that. That does not belong to me. Amen. 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 So it's already done. So number two, the fight is to saturate myself in the word more than the facts. Yes. So that's a fight. And let me tell you, the devil is going to come to, re to get you to resist Getting in the word. Like you'll pick anything else. Well, let me just look at Facebook for a minute and see if I can get somebody to encourage me. You can let people might encourage you, but they know that the, yeah. the Bible is 100. Yes. <laughs> you open up your Bible, it's going to be 100. It's, 100. it's not hit or miss. You don't all have right. to sift through all the yeah. junk to get the one thing that might give you a little spark of hope. Come on. Come on. The Bible is 100. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right? So look, if I'm going to saturate myself in the Word, why? Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It doesn't matter that you already know that, that you already know that the Word says I'm healed, and the Word says I'm rich, or that I'm blessed, and that, that He, um, you know, um, he, the, the Bible says He makes one rich, and He has no sorrow with it. Okay? So God, where is my wealth? Where is my mind? Where is my goodness? Where is it? Amen? So i got to hear the Word on it. So then faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. I can keep hearing it. On a continual basis. Faith doesn't come by what you heard. It comes by what you hear over and over. Yes. You gotta hear it over and over. Yes. That's the way God made you. Yeah. You gotta hear it over and over. <coughs> over and over. Am I helping anybody? Yes. Amen. Romans 12, 2 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How many of you want your situation, your situation to be transformed? Amen. It's transform as you renew your mind. Yes. As you constantly renew your mind. Hallelujah. So number one, the fight is to what? To stay in faith. Number two, the fight is to saturate. saturate yourself in the Word of God. Number three, the fight is to believe that there's enough power in His Word to bring it to pass. Amen. You got to believe that there's enough power in His Word. You might confess the Word and not feel one goose pimple. That's it, Pastor. Amen. You might That's not it. feel one thing, but you better know in your heart of hearts when better I know. speak the Word, yeah. it will not return void. Yeah. When I speak the Word, power goes out. Because yeah, it's alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the sword of the Spirit. It's how I move forward and take territory, right? You yeah. might not feel a thing, but I'm going to keep speaking that Word. Yeah. I'm going to keep speaking that Word. I'm going to keep speaking that Word. Hallelujah. So it's to believe that there's enough power in this word to bring it to pass. Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word is what? Living. The word is living and powerful. The word is living and powerful. It's not just words. It's alive. You speak life. And I think says, for the word of God is living and active. It's
It's uh, active. It goes out. It has power. It's active. You speak it and stuff happens in the spirit realm. I just wish one day we could just see in the spirit realm what happens. Yeah. When we tell demons to go, we'd be terrified if we could yeah. see what's yeah. going on. Yes. Yeah. But we'd be encouraged if we could see what happens. We would but speak the name of Jesus yeah. or mention the blood. Yeah. Ooh, traumatizes the devil. When you speak the word, angels go to work. When you speak the word, things begin to change yeah. in your favor. Yeah. Message translation says, God means what he says. What he says goes. What he says goes. His, his powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scaffold, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Isaiah 55, 11, so shall my word. This is God talking. He's talking about himself, Tamar. Talking about himself, Tamar. He says, so shall my word be. That goes forth from my mouth. Yeah. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect or useless. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Sent his word and he sent his word and healed you. Yeah. He sent his word yeah. and healed you. He sent his word, word. and prospered you. Yeah. He sent his word and perfected everything that concerns you. Yeah. He sent his word to save you. He sent his word to feed the Holy Spirit. Yes, yeah. Lord. He sent his word. He sent his word. There's so much power in the word. So number one, the fight is to what? Stay in faith. Number two, the fight is to... Number three, the fight is to believe. There's enough power in the word to bring it to pass. And number four, the fight is to quench every fiery dart. To quench every fiery dart. We have a real enemy. We have a real enemy. And he's shooting darts. Ephesians 6.16 says, above all, when we put on our armor, we put, why do we put on the armor of God? Because we're in a fight. What's yeah. the fight? To stay in faith. Yes. To stay in faith. The enemy is already defeated. He has power, but he doesn't have authority. We have authority. Yes. So to quench every fiery dart. So, so listen to what it says in Ephesians 6, 16. Above all, once you put on your put on all the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, your waist girt about with truth, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You got the sword of the spirit and taking the shield of faith. He says above all. Would y'all underline that? He says above all, taking the shield of what? The shield, above all, taking the shield of faith. faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. <laughs> what are the fiery darts? You mean he's shooting darts at me? No. In the spirit, fiery darts, he shoots at your mind. What are fiery darts? Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. Underline that. Don't forget this. I think it's important that we constantly remind ourselves because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you're going to stand like Muhammad Ali over that ugly guy and you're going to just die. Win. Amen. 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 This is it's because you understand that these thoughts that you're thinking that are contrary to the word are not just thoughts. They're introduced by the enemy. Fiery darts are thoughts, ideas, and suggestions introduced into our minds by the devil that are contrary to the truth of God's word. Designed to make us doubt, disobey, or derail our destiny. Yep. Contrary thought. I must have peace because they call it so I'm going to come back. You think it's just you thinking. No. That's a fiery dart. Take it captive. How do you take it captive? Same way Jesus did. It is written. 
By his stripes, I was healed. So get out of your devil, I'm healed. In Jesus' name. Whatever that spot is, it's got to go. And by the time, and I told her, I said, by the time you go back to the doctor on Tuesday, that spot will be gone. They'll say, we don't know what happened, but it's not there. Amen. You got to be bold with your faith. Amen. First Peter 5, 8 through 9. It says, be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. So seeking he'll be made devour. Resist him. Underline that. Resist him steadfast in what? Faith. In the faith. That's what? Speaking God's word. Instead of what he's telling you that's against God's word, you've got to speak God's word over it. It's like playing spades. Somebody puts down a diamond. Number nine is pretty high, but you put down a two that's a spade. It's like, oh, sorry. I win. Come on, anything the devil puts out there, you 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 got the ace of spades to put on. You got an ace anytime you put the word on top of what he says, I win that round. Amen. Steadfast in the faith. Resistant. Steadfast in the faith. And this is where you resist him. Y'all look at me. This is where you resist him. Yes. This is where you're gonna resist him, right here in your mind, because you've already won the victory, right? Did Jesus say it's finished? Did he say it's finished? Amen. It's finished. Come on now. So I I I just have to fight to believe it. Fight to believe that it's a finished work. Ephesians 6, 12 through 13. But we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. See, you think it's you think it's your husband you're fighting against. You think you think it's your co-worker you're fighting against. You think it's, you know, uh, your body you're fighting against. That's not it. No, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, Mm -hmm. against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Second Corinthians 10, 4 through 5. So look at our weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not fleshly. You're not going to win by let me try this or let me try that. Come on. Try to figure it out. I figure out what's going on. Don't step out of faith and try to figure it out. Come on. Don't step out of faith saying why. Come on. All right. That's the wrong question to ask. You step back in faith and say, where is my answer? Right. What do you want me to do, God? But don't don't step out of faith and say why. Let me try to figure this out. You you step out of faith. Right. You step out of faith when you do that. Yes. Stay in faith. So the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Don't step out of faith. But mighty in God. See, see, we'll, we'll, we'll try to haul off and do something in the flesh when things ain't happening fast enough. Amen. We'll try to haul off and do something in the flesh. And then you got then you got a mess. Mm-hmm. Abraham and Sarah, they hauled off in the flesh. Well, why don't you just Amen. go on into Hagar? And we'll just make a baby. Mm-hmm. Rather than wait on the promise from God. Just go on into Hagar. Mm-hmm. And they made it Ishmael. We still fight against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, Pastor. They were firing rockets on Israel last week. Mm-hmm. This week. Mm-hmm. You make it Ishmael, you will have to change his diapers. Uh, mm-hmm. come on. You have come to on. send it to college. Yep. <laughs> Don't make it Ishmael. All right. Don't hold off in the flesh because you're wondering why. Good, Pastor. Good. I don't know why it's taking so long. That was taking so long. You said I'm going to have a baby. I ain't got nothing. Come on. <laughs> 20 years. Mm-hmm. 20 years. Don't hold off and make something in the flesh. Come on, Don't man. step out of faith. The weapons of your warfare, your warfare are not carnal. Mm-mm. It's not fleshly. Mm-mm. But look what it is. But it's mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Mm-hmm. Casting down. And what are strongholds? Strongholds is where the devil gets a place in your mind. Mm-hmm. He gets a place in your mind and sets up camp in your mind. So what we got is we got to keep him uh, cast out. It says casting down arguments. See, he comes to argue with you in your mind. Has God not said? Mm-hmm. 
Hey, if you are the Son of God, make these bread, these stones into bread. If you are the Son of God, jump off this building. God catch it. It's written in this word. If you are the Son of God, what does fall down and worship me? I'll give you all these kingdoms. And Jesus and God said, get out of here, Satan. Those kingdoms are already mine. But he tried. If he tried with Jesus, don't you think he's going to try with you? Yeah. He comes and says, he doesn't have any new tricks. He just yeah. used them old tricks over and over, and somehow he keeps winning. Not with us. Amen? Amen. Passing out arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So you've got to take those thoughts captive. Sometimes it's like every every um, five seconds. See, look, Ephesians 4.27, don't give the devil a foothold. Don't give him don't give him a toehold. If he gets a toehold, we get a foothold. If he gets a foothold, we can get a stronghold. Yep. So when he comes with a thought that's wrong, you gotta cast it down. Yeah. You gotta stay on top of your thoughts. Um week before last, I believe, I, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna release my faith in this in this particular area. I'm gonna release my faith. So what did I do? I went to the Bible and I found every scripture I could find on that, and I wrote it all out in my prayer journal. Why? Well, because I'm writing the word on my heart. I wrote it all down in my prayer journal. Then I had to be a good little cry. And then I straightened myself up. I cried my last tears. So you got to get to the place. I'm going to cry my last tear. Yep. I'm going to straighten myself up and I'm going to be the conqueror that I am. Yes. And I began to confess God's word. Yes. Amen. Amen. I began to confess it through tears. And then all day long, thoughts would, would crop up in my mind that were against what I had just confessed. Yep. Come, on. Come on. All day long. I said, I take that thought, Captain. Yep. Amen. Amen. It pop up again. I take that thought, Captain. Yep. And then sometimes it's like condemnation. Well, it's your fault. Oh, the devil loves that. But it's your fault. It's your fault. I take that thought, Captain. I'm greatly loved and dearly prized by God. He loves me. Yep. Amen. Come on. Amen. Even if it is your fault, yep. God still loves me. Still loves me. Yeah. That's what devil. Amen. But by, uh, by, I would say by the second day, I got my answer. By the second day, I got my answer, y'all. Amen. Ain't nobody bad with the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, number five. So who was number one? Healthy preach. Number two? Sacrifice. Number three? Power. Believe there's enough power. Number four? The fight is to quench every fire yard. Number five, the fight is to not give up or quit. Don't give up and don't quit. You've come too far to turn back now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Galatians 6, 9 in the message says, so, so let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we'll harvest a good crop if we what? Don't give, don't give up or quit. Don't give up or quit. Amen. Sarah got her miracle. It took 20 years, but Sarah got her miracle. Why? She believed God was a more than enough God. That he was more than enough for an old lady to have a baby. Gideon won a war against a, a multitude of a, an army that was a multitude. He won a war with 300 people. Why? He believed that God was more than enough for every battle. Esther saved a whole nation. Why? Because she believed God was more than enough to turn her situation around. David was not afraid of Goliath. Why? Because he believed that God in him was bigger. That God in him was more than enough to slay a giant. Moses stretched out his hand and his rod over the sea. He parted the water. Why? Because he believed God was more than enough to deliver his people. Samson killed a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. Now you think about that. A thousand Philistines. One man with the jawbone of a donkey. Because why? Because he believed that God was 
him. Yeah, and yeah. then Rahab. Rahab was a harlot turned princess because she believed that God was more than enough for a fresh start. King Hezekiah got his life extended. Why? Because he believed that God was more than enough to reverse this sickness in his life. Blind Barnabas, he got his sight back. Why? Because he was blind. He was God. He believed God was big enough for a blind man to be able to see. Glory to God. The woman with the issue of blood, she got her healing. Why? Because she believed that God was more than enough of a miracle worker. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made well. The paralytic got up and walked. Why? Because his friends believed that God was more than enough of a healer. The widow in Seraphim, she was fed right through the whole the whole drought. When there wasn't enough, other people couldn't make it through. She had enough flour and enough oil to, to for her, her bin to not wear out throughout the whole Every bit of warfare that we could possibly 
go again. So God, we praise you that, that this week we will we will press in in our consecration, God. Yeah. You'll hear us as we seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. And all these things are added unto us. We don't worry about things, God. But we worry about we don't worry about it, but we, we focus on your kingdom. We put it first. We love you and we bless you. Thank you for this word. May it grow and produce a hundredfold return. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We worship you. Thank you, Lord. Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you hear this morning, you say, Pastor Sally, I'm not right with God. I want to get right with God. I want to give my heart and my life to Him. Would you pray with me this morning so I can get my life right with God, so I can be not on the outside looking in, but I can be part of the family of God. I'm going to just lead you in a simple prayer. If you mean it in your heart, if you mean it in your heart, with all your heart, today you will be saved. So I'm going to just leave you in a simple prayer. Just repeat after me. Say, Father, I confess to you that I am a sinner. I have messed up. Sometimes on purpose, and sometimes I'm sure I just didn't know. But I'm sorry for my sins. I believe you sent Jesus to die in my place. And I believe that you raised him from the dead on the third day. Jesus, come into my heart and into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Take the wheel, Jesus. I'm trusting you alone to save me. Teach me, guide me, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, you said that prayer and you meant it in your heart. If you would, just simply fill out the the little connection card that's in your welcome packet. If you would just fill that out. Be sure to print it so that I can read your handwriting. And then on the back, just put a check mark on the place where it says, um, yes, I choose Christ. And uh, turn that in. We're going to receive our offering in just a moment. Just drop that in the offering basket. Um, they'll be sure to give it to me, and I'll be, be giving you a call to let you know what to do next in your walk with Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I'm excited. It's just been a wonderful day.